This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. All righty, let me bring in Tom Korski, managing editor of Black Locks Reporter. And we don't get answers. I was listening to a question period yesterday. It was very hard to get a, an answer to anything. <laughs> How are you? Well, thank you, Alex. It was awkward, wasn't it? It was awkward. It was entertaining, but it just felt awkward after a while. It was, uh, it's clear we're not going to get answers, certainly, in a question period, which we never do. Nonetheless, so what is the latest on this thing? Because there's a whole bunch of moving parts, and they're moving pretty quickly. Um, I think it's pretty clear that the prime minister does not want this inquiry, but these new allegations have come up from Sam Cooper that you know about, you know, that the memos show in 2019-2021 China had uh, – funneled money to these candidates, uh, you know, and, and the prime minister and the prime minister's office had been um, briefed about it, but he just will not um, give an answer. Prime minister's response, in fact, on that when asked by uh, opposition parties, plural, more than one, was, I don't have any information on whether foreign money went into the campaign. In the manner of the clerk at the motor vehicle branch, I don't have any information on that. That's inadequate, as uh, the leader of the New Democratic Party said yesterday. That's exactly why we need an inquiry. The Commons made the uh, case for it yesterday. There are no uh, responses to these very serious allegations that really speak to uh, uh, corruption in the last two federal campaigns. Are you kidding me? So what happened? Something very significant happened last evening. Shortly after 5 p.m., House Affairs Committee in a routine tabling tabled a report. What did the report say? It contained a motion. That's the entire report. It's about uh, 20 words. It says public inquiry. Now, independent, no monkey business. And MPs will vote on that report now. And if they uh, pass it, and they will, they have the votes, then that means Parliament is ordering Cabinet to hold a public inquiry. No indignation, no bluster, nothing about a rapporteur, Public inquiry. Let's go. I hate that word. What a stupid word. Yeah, and so the, that will, I think. So then, there's this. This is the same House Affairs Committee report that um, that goes today. I mean, there's a whole bunch of stuff that gets very confusing uh, for those of us outside of um, of uh, Ottawa. But that that would happen th- today or next week. Well, it, no, it would probably. It's unlikely to happen today because of process, but it's inevitable. Yeah. The yeah. point is, it's going to happen as soon as uh, as soon as possible because that's what three opposition parties want, and they will get it. They have the votes, and that is Parliament saying, "This is in 2023 in Canada, a G7 country." Parliament is saying, "We want a judge with subpoena powers and the ability to compel disclosure of documents to find out if there were corrupt practices in our federal elections." As if there was any way to avoid that. You and I have discussed that, Alex. It's very serious. It's absolutely fatal. Well, look, uh, the prime minister does not own the elections. They are for Canadians. And, and, and I, you know, we talk about it, but how can we have any faith in a future election if people think that 
there are you know corners being cut or games being played you know this would lead to conversations about you know illegitimate uh, you know elections which is not what we want in this country but so that if they don't get to the bottom of it that that is where the conversation is going to go but you saw i mean you've written about it of what will happen if they do it by this committee cuz the other night you know the uh, conservatives tabled a motion they want Katie Telford, the chief of staff to the prime minister, like the brains of the operation, the most important person in the room, they want her to testify and he won't let this happen. Um, and so they filibustered with all these games. And so they ran up the clock on it. And that's what will happen if it's left the way it is now. Absolutely. Which is why you were, there, there has to be a public inquiry. And it's, I don't understand why cabinet doesn't see that. They're supposed to be politicians. You know, you're supposed to want to curry public favor. I thought that was the whole point. And why cabinet is digging itself deeper and deeper into a hole in this is just inexplicable. It doesn't make any sense. There is going to be a public inquiry. That's the Matterhorn. Forget about jib-jabbing in these partisan committees, where sometimes the partisanship is frankly stupid. This is going to be a judicial inquiry into whether there were corrupt practices in elections. It's going to last a long time, and we're going to know more than we know today. You know why? Because everyone who was in charge of ensuring honest elections was asleep on the job. And every time the phone rang and someone said, you know, I think there's some monkey business down here. You should check it out. They didn't bother. This is what happens when democratic institutions don't do their job. Someone else is going to do the job, and you wait for this career killer. There, many a reputation will die on this beach. Not Mark Arnold. You know, interesting guy. <laughs> Mark Arnold. I feel, yeah. Guy. He was the kind of a very uh, unaffected man. Yeah. He, he was the kind of guy who would carry his own tray in the cafeteria in the center block. I saw him do this many times and sit down next to a stranger, as, as, even as a cabinet minister, and have, and have a conversation with these people. Just a very down home guy. Yeah, and not treated very well by this party. I mean, he was like uh, the, the adult in the room. Uh, very accomplished guy and, uh, you know, dumped from cabinet just uh, for some of the morons that, that he's got. I'm sorry, I, I can't even, some of them are very, uh, should not be where they are. And, and so no wonder he left. I wouldn't want to be there either. Just uh, before I, I kind of move on to a couple of other topics that I want to make sure that we talk about, can um, this, you know, with, with the way that a inquiry work, would they be able to compel all the documents? Like, doesn't the prime minister's office uh, take charge of what gets released as far as evidence or redacted? Not anymore, because uh, the, the whole parliament is going to vote on this, and the motion that has already passed the House Affairs Committee is very plain. It's everything all the time. Cabinet screwed this up. Parliament took it over. Parliament's running it now. I know that uh, uh, some of my friends in the media are confused on this point. It doesn't really matter what Justin Trudeau says about this anymore. He's out of the picture unless he wants to defy Parliament and risk a finding of contempt. And boy, that would really be something. Mike put it right up there with his ethics violations. It's like a a trophy chest. Meanwhile, and I think this is really important because we have been talking about this for a really long time, but we are now very, very close to um, the censorship bill, Bill C-11, uh, actually coming into law. They've rejected any of the Senate's 26 amendments, and one of those amendments was please don't let the CRTC decide who, what we can watch on TikTok or YouTube or whatever. It's a very consequential bill. They are desperate to get this through. 
Uh, when do you see this happening or can there be a last minute stop? Can the Senate uh, do anything with this again? Well, the Senate amended the bill, uh, I think, uh, 26 times, and some of them very highly technical amendments cabinet accepted. Eight of them they didn't. Uh, The cabinet has the votes in the Senate, let's be frank. Mm-hmm. The reason this bill bothers a lot... Wait, you mean they're not independent? Oh, I know, it's shocking, isn't it? Yes, <laughs> they were appointed by someone. They were appointed, mm-hmm. but they have a friend in, in cabinet. Mm-hmm. Helps, helps have that friend in high places. upsets people is because it is a first. This has not happened before. All previous cabinets have shied away from this. It is the first bill that regulates the Internet federally. It says Internet uh, content is not communication between you and I. It's broadcasting, like television or radio. Advocates of Internet and free expression have said, are you kidding me? But that's where Canada's headed. And it's going to be interesting to see. Uh, this. There's no question this bill is going to pass, but there's been a lot of blood, sweat, and tears to get this far. And many previous attempts have failed since 2019 when Cabinet first exposed its fetish for Internet control. But this is the first bill over the hill. And there you have it. The feds are now going to regulate the Internet communication as if it was a TV show. It's Just odd. in time for the inquiry. Yeah, there you have it. It'll be amazing. <laughs> What? Well, I don't know about you guys. I mean, I can't see you being, a, you know, a, escaping the wrath of this, but it will have consequences. And so uh, you guys will disappear. I'll disappear. Anybody critical? I mean, like, I mean, we can joke about it, but how, how will an issue like China and electoral uh, interference in that play uh, when the CRTC gets control of the issue? It's just like those stories just kind of, oh, those aren't important. We'll just... Put those over here. You just used the word, uh, uh, Reg Alcock used to be a cabinet minister. He's passed away from Winnipeg years ago, and he was put in charge 20 years ago of digitizing government. And Alcock, in his last interview, happened to give it with us. He said, you know, the problem is it's ethics and control. And there's something about the Internet that drives Ottawa out of its mind because they can't control it. They want it mm-hmm. like television. We stand, we talk, you listen. And there was it, it. It is all about ethics and control. And the internet, the free expression, the freewheeling. If it's rough, it's a, if it's funny, whatever. There's something about that that just really that it jars the feds. They don't like it. They don't like it. And until Canadians actually start realizing what's going on, they won't like it either. But it's too late. So can't say we didn't warn you. We certainly did many, many times. All right, stay tuned. Going to be a busy time. Certainly a. Gone from trucking now to China's electoral. It's a busy time in Ottawa. Have a great one, Tom. Thanks. Thank you, Alex. There you go. Tom Korski. And uh, we uh, talk to Tom on Tuesdays and Thursdays at this time, and he's always coming with the stories.